You're listening to the RV Transport Podcast. I'm Tom, the driver. And I'm Bunny, the sandwich maker. And we invite you to join us on our journey in the industry of RV transporting, tow-away, and drive-away. So make sure you subscribe to our podcast and also towawaycouple.com where you can see our videos and other resources on RV transport. So enjoy the show. Hey everyone, we're Towway Couple and I'm Tom, the driver. And I'm Bunny and I'm the sparkly one. And how did you get the sparkly <laughs> Last video, I didn't know what I was, so somebody told me I'm the sparkly one from the outfits I wear. That is true. You do wear a lot, a lot of sparkly dresses. Well, maybe he knows I have a sparkling personality. Right. <laughs> so, with that said, there is your sparkly one uh, call out. Anyway, this video is not anything negative. It's uh, we're going to be talking about tire rotations on our 2022 Ram Dually. Mm -hmm. uh, this has no bearing on anybody. Uh, we recently bought back in I think it was November a new set of tires all the way around the Dually, and we always buy the balance and the rotation warranty uh key number one buy those warranties mm -hmm. only because it's a lot of work <laughs> it, it really is especially on these dualies yeah so one thing that we have is we have the air pressure sensors in all six tires and on our 2016 Ram, they could switch all the tires around any which way, any combination, and it will relearn itself what tires where. And I have proven this to myself. I had heard that the dualies were very specific, that the fronts and the rears were different. Uh, they said you could swap the fronts and they'll relearn, and you could swap the rears and they'll relearn. I don't understand all that, but I'm I'm a person that has major, major, major trust issues. Yes. I mean, so much so that when I'm talking to somebody, I tell them I'm the guy with trust issues. Please don't <laughs> mess with my trust because I give everyone the benefit of the doubt and I give them 100% trust mm -hmm. until they prove that I shouldn't trust them. Am I wrong? No, no. And Not I'm gonna, at all. I'm going to tell you why. You're going to explain it. I'm yes. going to explain it. So we recently went in and we did a tire rotation. And I asked about the sensors because I, while not knowing anything about them, I knew enough that there was something that had to be uh, a concern and thought out before it's just done. So I asked them, I said, hey, with my ram what about tire sensors and they said do you have mag wheels or do you have magnesium wheels or aluminum wheels or do you have steel wheels and i said i have steel wheels i have hubcaps they make them look pretty <laughs> but i have steel wheels and you still have the hubcaps yes and i still have my <laughs> hubcaps um so he says oh on the steel wheels we rotate the tires not the wheels and I said, really? And he says, yes. On that, that particular ram, they do not relearn. And each wheel is specifically programmed with a computer to say this is the right rear inner, right rear outer, front 
right, front, left, blah, blah, blah. And I said, he goes, you could switch the fronts or something, but you cannot do the rears or something because the inners or the outers, they, they gave some type of reason. And I said, hey, however you want to do it, thankfully I paid for it because now they got to remove the tires, put new tires on, rebalance them, and then put them back on the truck with the proper air pressure. So they, I'm like, what a great deal. But they don't like to do it. They don't like to do dualies. Trust me, they don't, don't like, like to do dualies. We don't. We don't tell them we have a dually when we're coming in. We just drive in. Yeah, we just drive in. <laughs> so we go to pick up the truck, and me with my trust issues is talking to the guy who did. I said, "Did you do the rotation?" He says, "Yeah," and I just I I ask in roundabout ways. Because I want an honest answer. I, I don't want him to make up an answer. I'm not accusing of anyone of lying or deceiving. It's just it's just my nature of not trusting anybody to ask certain ways to get them to be more honest. And I said, did you really have to take off the tires from the wheels to rotate them? And he goes, no. And red flags just started shooting up. Because the guy inside... Hours earlier, just said they had to remove the tires and rotate the tires and redo everything. I did not say anything. I, I, I did ask. I said, well, what about the sensors? He goes, oh, this is 2022. They all relearn. And I said, really? I thought there was a problem with the front and the back. And he goes, oh, no, that was 2021 and before, but now it's all learning uh, on its own. And I'm like, interesting. I, I will believe that. I will 100% believe that. And immediately, I go down the road, and I come back, and I said, hey, what did you air my tires to? And he goes, the fronts were at 80, and the rears were at 65. And I said, okay, ironically, my inner rears are now showing 80, my fronts are showing 65, and my outer rears are showing 65. And he goes, it'll relearn. Uh, it takes... Upteen miles, and I said, "Okay, it's 20 miles to home, and I'll I'll run it home by then. It should relearn." And he goes, "Yeah, it should relearn." So <laughs> I drive 20 miles. Do you think that was just a get out of here? Get out of here. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> You'll yeah. never come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't see you again. Go, go ahead, go home. So I drive 20 miles home, and nothing's changed. So the next morning, I drive. 20 miles back. Now, mind you, I have 40 miles on my truck. My other Ram relearns itself within, I'd say, 1 to 5 miles. They mm -hmm. say 10 to 12 miles, but 1 to 5 miles, all my sensors are correct. And well, I have, have proven that to myself. Well, that and we also have a Dodge Charger, and it relearns itself within 5 miles. Right. But what I am learning on the 2022 Ram is... Mine actually relearn while I'm sitting there. I don't even actually have to be moving. So I go all the way back the next morning. And I now I got 40 <laughs> miles on the truck and I said, hey. Now it took him a while to come out to see you. It took a long time. <laughs> and I said, hey, I, I have an issue. My inners are showing 80 and my outers are showing 65 and my fronts are showing 65. So he checks the... Uh, no, he didn't actually check it, which I should have went through the little thing. And he goes, oh, 
Oh, oh, yeah. No, I'm sorry. I did go through the thing. You did, because that's why I said we sat there waiting. Cause yeah. Because he came out with his head down, like a little... Now, this is not where we were at yesterday. This is the other place. Okay. I don't want to mention any names. Okay. I, I don't want to make anyone feel embarrassed. So I went to the tire check place, and they checked it all. And I said, hey, nothing's changed. Exactly what you just did. You put 80 in my fronts. And you put all the rears at 65. By the way, I did learn, in order to get to the air chucks on um, air valves on all the rear tires, you need to take off both the chrome cap and the chrome beauty ring, and then you can actually get your hand in there. Uh, I, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> so, so he goes, yeah, uh, it, it probably still needs to relearn. And I said, what do you mean it needs to relearn? I've driven it 40 miles round trip. And he goes, oh, it could be a lot longer. I said, what, <laughs> really? I said, you, you're you going to tell me it could take more than 40 miles. He goes, yeah, it could be 100 miles. And I'm like, no. I, I, I really did not believe him at one second that he was being truthful to me. I think he was making crap up. And I didn't call him out. I just never went back to that Right. Um, discount our America's tires again. Uh, I just, I won't go back. No. So we go and do several runs. And the whole time, I, I must have put 5,000 miles on the truck. And the whole time, my fronts are showing 65, my inner's 80, and my outer's 65. And I'm like, I got to get this figured out. I'm ill to my stomach because I don't know if the fronts relearn themselves and it. What happens when we do move the inners to the fronts? Because I knew where those belong, but what side of the truck? I didn't know. So we go. I go to another discount tire to, a couple days ago, three days ago, mm -hmm. and I explained the whole situation. And I started off with the conversation of, "Hey, I'm a guy with major trust issues. I, I this is my problem." And I said, we need to figure this out. And he goes, okay, we'll figure it out. And I said, okay. He goes, it's going to take two hours. Fine. We leave. Come back. Take the truck. Come right back. And I said, hey, uh, my one tire showing in the rear 80. And the other three are showing 65. But the two fronts are showing 80. And I said, uh, can we verify that? And he puts the air chuck on the one and it's not showing 80 that's showing on my dash it's showing 65 and I'm like oh my god I said I'll tell you what it's late I'll bring it back in the morning and we'll figure this out so I came back the next morning and we pulled up to the tire truck area I said let's start here let's find the 80 PSI tire and then we'll know what one that is on the dash so we found that, and that was the uh, inner on the driver's side. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was I have showing the outer <laughs> on the driver's side. It was the inner. So I said, all right, let's do this now. I, I had lowered the front left tire to 70 PSI from 80, and that was correct. So I knew the right front was 80, so I knew that was correct. So now I'm just dealing with the rears. So I said, do me a favor. Put me up to 80 on one of the tires and put me to 50 PSI on one of the other tires and that will 
eliminate all four tires because we already had one. Now we have to have three different tire pressures, 50, 65, and 80. And it would be a 15 pound variation so that that should show up on my dash. And immediately he raises the one to 80 and I can actually watch it raising on my dash. And he's raising the outer to 80 on the passenger side, but it's coming up on the inner. Mm -hmm. So I said, hmm. So then he goes to the outer on the driver's side and lowers that to 50. And the inner on the driver's side shows going down to 50. So in a nutshell, the easiest was to swap both sides of the rear, inner for outer, inner for outer. But the problem was is if I had a leak, if I had a flat or if I had anything going on, I wouldn't have had a clue why I was driving down the road, driving 600 miles, 1,000 miles, 2,000 miles, what tire it was. The attitude I got was, I don't know what the big deal is. It's because they're not driving. They're going to and from work. They're not driving across the U.S. and Canada. Right. They but don't the, understand the safety factor. Well, the, the fact is, is your dash shows where the tires are located, and the big deal is, if all of a sudden you get the little low tire indicator and you go to your dash and it shows left outer rear, but it's the right inner rear, because you check the outer rear and it shows it's that fine. it's fine. And you don't think to check the inner rear because you think your sensors are all in the, where they're supposed to be. I, I just thought that was just not a good attitude. Mm -mm. But again, there are a few employees that um make up this the majority would do it right the first time yes um right. and i and i i've learned to start watching because of my trust issues and in today's day and age that unfortunately nobody wants to work but transporters they really want to work <laughs> <laughs> ask all your dispatchers <laughs> but um we just recently put all new tires on our white trailer mm -hmm. and i gave him total trust and as i me and my dad walked over to lowe's while they were doing the trailer as we were coming back i noticed them just impacting the, the tires and that's not what america's tires does they put them they lug them on and they torque them they they never impact them on at least they're not supposed to by their policy so again, that raised a trust issue red flag I have. And I walked over and I said, hey, you, you, you are gonna torque those, right? And he goes, well, we don't normally torque trailers. And I said, why? Why, why would you do cars but not trailers? Are you willing to let me have a wheel fly off because the tire's chattering against the hub and mm -hmm. my lug bolts break? And I said, let me go talk to your boss and see what your policy is. And immediately like, oh, no, 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 no. We'll, we'll torque them and everything. And I said, okay, so you just impacted all those five lugs on every tire. And now you're going to torque from that. So now if you torque it and it's torqued in your torque specs, you don't know if it's over tightened. Mm -hmm. And then if you torque something properly now it's torqued properly so now you got a tight and a proper torque your tire will still chatter it needs to be properly torqued in a specific pattern and then i noticed i didn't have any tire weights on the wheels the wheel weights for the 
balancing. So I checked all four tires and not a single wheel had balancing on it. And I asked him, I said, do you balance it? And he goes, no, we don't balance trailers. I'm like, dude, this is an enclosed trailer at that. I said, if it was an open trailer, but an enclosed trailer could have very valuable stuff in there and you could be just bouncing down the road and you're not going to feel it in the driver's seat. And I said, besides that, I paid for it. <laughs> I mean, here's the receipt. I got torquing, or not torquing, but wheel balancing. And I walked in and I said, hey, what is the deal with no balancing of my tires when I paid for it and no torquing of the tires? And the guy goes, well, I just took over this store and unfortunately I'm taking over a hot mess because they did nothing to policy. So why am I bringing that up? Just if it's your stuff and it's safety wise, watch it. Watch it like a hawk because nobody is going to guarantee quality like you, the owner of your own truck, trailer, or any equipment you may have. Uh, any Joe Blow who's getting paid by the hour just wants to get to the next vehicle to get to yeah. the end of the day to go home. You, you are driving down the road and that could mean life and death. And I know it sounds over-exaggerated. Life and death over a tire. Yes. Yes. Did you not see on the news that <laughs> tire? In California? Yeah, that tire that came off the truck or whatever it was into the SUV and the SUV went flying and then just rolled after rolled after rolled. So it may not be your life and death, but it could be someone else's, but it also could be you rolling down the freeway. Oh. Yeah, well, especially if that trailer tire goes out, takes out the other one, then you then you have a chance of your trailer going over and taking you with it. Right. So this isn't a rant. Uh, video our podcast uh, it's more it's just kind of buyer beware we want to educate people of our opinions and what happens to us and how we navigate the tollway mm -hmm. as well as our own life so with that said I, I don't have much more to say but if you have any experiences like me or if you have trust issues Make a comment below. Yeah. I'm kind of curious if I should see a psychologist, psychiatrist, <laughs> or if I'm not alone. <laughs> I'm sure you're not alone. Well, who will admit it? That's the question. Uh, yeah, a lot of people. You think so? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Or has it happened to you? I'm sure it has. In our industry, we're always changing tires and rotating tires. Right. So, eh, I know trailers come off the assembly line half-welded and... I know a lot of times when we pick up trailers, we're supposed to torque, and we do, and a lot of times they torque fine, but there's a lot of times where they're finger tight, where a yeah. lot of them are tight because they impacted them, but because they impacted them, the others came loose and they didn't run the impact all the way mm -hmm. around mm -hmm. because they're not sitting there doing it by hand and torquing it properly. You know no, they're not. No, no. It's I, getting me... it in and out of that. When when the industry's a little bit slow and they're not coming off the assembly line very fast, then yeah, they're usually pretty good. Yeah. But man, when they're <laughs> when our yards are absolutely packed full, bulging. <laughs> sometimes they're not so good. Cause ask me, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the torque girl. Right. We found <laughs> spare tires that were barely on. Yes. Yeah. So. Check all your torques, uh, even randomly. Make sure you torque the wheels on your trucks, uh, your own personal trailers. It gets forgotten. Uh, a lot of times, I know that the super truckers on here will go, I never forget. 
it's part of your pre-trip. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. But people are human. Things get forgotten. We're just reminding people, just do your safety, but check your torques or anything with your safety equipment. Mm -hmm. I mean, I even checked the clasp of the trailer because it's just under there with the bolt. And I found them too tight. And this is how I figured it out when we were shuttling trailers. They get to the yard fine because people like us who shuttled it, we couldn't get the hitch to go um, to hitch, and we had to loosen up the clasp for the latch. And but now, if we loosen it up and we're just getting it to the yard, did we make it proper to go two thousand miles versus eight miles? Yeah. So check all that as part of your safety too. Safety chain links, everything. So Bunny keeps looking down. Um, yeah. I must be boring her. <laughs> no, no, no. Must have an emergency on the. Fa uh. <laughs> Daughter keeps calling and calling and calling. Oh, God. Oh, we're always busy. She we're calls. Busy. She calls, and I swear we get messages. You're always busy. You're always doing something. You're always somewhere. You're always talking to someone. You're always on the phone. Yes, we, we have a life. <laughs> we're not just sitting on the couch waiting for her to call. Yeah, oh, well, we're supposed to be. She's how old? You're going to age us. 36? Yeah. Oh, I got that. Pregnant with her fourth baby. Yep. So, yeah, we sit around. If you're wondering what we're doing, we sit around waiting for our daughter and our sons to call. And then nothing else because they are our pride and joys and the most important thing in life to us. Yeah. Drop what we're doing. <laughs> Actually, we're playing with Bama. <laughs> the replacement. The, re the replacements. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. <laughs> All right. So anyway, I, I it's not a rant. I just wanted to just inform people, you know, in this day and age, definitely do your due diligence. When you're doing something, check the work. And I always get second opinions too. If Case in point. I'm sorry, this is going to go just a little longer. Okay. I had my ball joints all replaced, and then I started getting uh, the depth steer, not wobbled, but I mean, I barely touched the steering wheel, and it was darting, darting, darting. My trailer was whipping, 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 and I took it back, and they're like, no, dude, it can't be the ball joints. It has to be your new tires, because I just put tires and ball joints, so I take it over to the tire shop, and even the tire guy is like, holy cow, this thing's crazy. But it's not your tires. It has to be the ball joints. Go back to the ball joint place. They say, it's got to be your steering box because when you tighten one thing, it could show problems in another place. And I'm like, I agree with that. So I take it to another place and they say that um, it's not steering box. So I go back and I say, hey, it's not steering box. Oh, they're wrong. It is steering box. So I say, screw it. The truck had almost 200,000 miles on it. I take it to another place and I said, sight unseen, replace the steering gearbox. Uh, I don't care, it's 800 bucks. Let, let's just amuse that I just spent all that money on ball we joints and tires. To, yeah, we, it wasn't just $800. That was $800 adding to the 10,000 that we've spent on that damn truck that year. Well, that was getting it all ready for tow away. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> I just did the taxes on that. <laughs> okay. So we do that, and then the steering gearbox leaked. 
and there was a spot in it. I, I came up to uh, a row, a stop sign, and I would kind of play with my steering wheel, and I noticed a little like, notch where it would like lock in, and I'm like, well, that's not supposed to feel like that. So I took it back and I said, hey, is this supposed to be like this? And it would like click and then go, and then click and then go. And they said, no. So they were good. Instead of replacing all the ball joints from the get-go, which they should have, they um, replaced the steering gearbox that they put in. So I called Moog and I said, hey Moog, <laughs> Uh, I was supposed to have Moog ball joints put in here, and they didn't have, they, they had the Moogs, but somebody stole them from our pile that I prepaid for, because it was going to be a month before I could install them, out of Napa, so they didn't have any Moogs. They said Napa premiums replaced the Moog. Is that true? And he went, no. I said, really? They told me that Moog was going out of business and Napa Premiums were the new Moog and they bought Moog, Napa did. He goes, no they didn't. I said, okay, so quality for quality, would you say Napa Premiums are as good as Moog ball joints? No, we make the Napa Premiums, of course we're not gonna make them to our standards, they're gonna be a little lower. And I said, okay, well here's what's going on. And he immediately goes, they torqued them wrong. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, there's a specific torque sequence. There's like 30 foot-pounds on the upper, 70 foot-pounds on the lower, and like 100 and some foot-pounds on the upper again. He goes, you got to do it in that order and make sure they're lubed. I they, could probably tell you. Yeah. They, uh, he goes, they come pre-lubed from the factory, but not lubed. They're just uh, keep it from rusting or whatever. And I'm like, okay. So... I contact the original company. They knew nothing about the spark, uh, torque specs. But it, they they said they know how to do it and they, without knowing the torque specs, that they did it right. So I'm like, great. And so I took it to Dodge. Dodge himself. And I said, just tell me what's wrong with my steering. So they go under there and they say, it's your tie rod ends and your, your one tie rod end and it's the one attached to the long bar. Can't be the single one that's the $30 one. It's the $750 one. And it's the drag link. And I'm like, okay, drag link's on back order. My truck's in 2017. This just happened last year. And the drag, link, drag link's been on back order since 2017. Right, because right, their, their Dodge's fix was to weld it. To, yeah, to weld it. And nobody wants to work on it once they weld the nuts to, uh, the nut together. Yeah. So even though all they got to do is just grind it off. So I found the whole tie rod assembly and the drag link. Mind you, drag link through Dodge was $1,200. And that wasn't even installed. So we we're talking well over two grand for those two parts. And I said, what about the ball joints? Nothing's wrong with the ball joints. Okay. Fine, perfect. So I find the drag link tie rod ends on an off-road shop. So super high performance, all for 1200 bucks. Shipped here. So I talked to Carter Tire over here and I said, hey, if I get the parts in, because they couldn't even get the parts. Uh, I said, if I get the parts in, will you charge me to install? And they said, absolutely, and do another alignment. And they said, yeah. I bring the parts over and 
they installed them. They swore by those parts. They said it wasn't your normal setup. These were micro, micro adjustments. So on a, on a alignment, it was spot on. There was, he said, you never get spot, spot on on all your settings. And I said, oh, that's awesome. And took it out doing the same thing. So I'm like, maybe it needs to be broken. So I drive it for 2,400 miles, still doing the same thing. It was dangerous. And we get back and I'm like, do me a favor, undo the ball joints and do it again. Cause Moog said possibly we can knock the ball joints loose and then retighten them to the torque settings if it didn't crush the inner ball socket. And he goes, okay. Doing that, one of the ball joints was so crushed that it just pulled right out of the socket. So immediately I had to replace one ball joint. So I um, just said, you know what, if I'm gonna have to replace one, I'm gonna assume all of them are messed up because that one was messed up. Replace all of them. And they put Napa premiums because they couldn't get the Moog ones, but they still used the same torque specs. Mm -hmm. They torqued them and magically my truck it's much tighter so it's very responsive but it doesn't have yep. that darting across the road it was the ball joints all along i put five or six thousand dollars into that steering suspension for ball joints that should have only been done once so i went back to the very very original place and they gave me a refund on only the ball joints not the labor so now i have the labor in it twice the ball joints in it uh twice but i only got a reimbursement so i only got 25 percent of my money back but it was still like 650 bucks uh and they weren't happy about refunding me they still swore it was something else but he, he didn't want us to put them on blast and i i honestly i didn't put but, them on blast to begin with we don't do that but we're going back to trust issues and there was two guys that actually put them on oh i forgot about that yes. and that raised the trust issue flag yes. two different guys who said they were racing to see who could do it the fastest because they were fitting my truck in because they had so much work going on mm -hmm. had i known that i would have gone somewhere else uh, i never want anyone to rush any repairs on my stuff because rushing creates issues down the road well and i think just the fact that you have two guys doing two different ones you can't He's not going to think, oh my gosh, well, this was like this. You know what I mean? Well, and you got two guys doing their interpretation of how yeah. it's supposed to come apart and go back together. So while maybe one side was fine because the one guy knew what he's doing, the other guy may not have had the competence or experience. He might have just come over from doing tires. He might have just come over from Uber Eats. I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know the qualifications of any of these mechanics. How many people walk in and say, show me your certification, show me your employment history and your work experience and your work ethics, complaints, returns, and uh, satisfactions? Yeah. Nobody does that. You gotta tr when, you, when you go and sign the ticket order with the service writer, you're trusting that they're going to stand behind it and they're going to give you the best possible product and service. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, I totally forgot about the racing part. <laughs> it's been a while. It, it's been, yeah. a, been a long while dealing with that issue. Yeah, because we're... And at, then wait, we took it back to Dodge afterwards to get an oil change. <laughs> and they 
Well, no, 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 no. So, I okay, so all of a sudden, I forgot about this. While we were at Dodge, we had a warranty of a wheel bearing. Mm -hmm. And I had a big argument with Dodge because they told me it was the ball joints were fine. I'm being told that they were fine as far as the testing of the ball joints. However, the one was definitely bound up. So there was definitely an issue, but Dodge couldn't figure it out. And I said, well, I don't think I really should have to pay the $125 diagnostic fee when you couldn't find technically anything. When, uh, when I took it over to Carter Tire with the drag link and the tie rod ends, they immediately called me and said, hey, there's nothing wrong with your tie, tie, rod, in, uh, tie rod ends are drag link. They're still perfect. Do you want us to put those back on and return the new parts? And I'm like, no, just I've already paid for them. Go ahead and install them. Um, so I was having an issue paying for incompetent diagnostics. Uh, again, another diagnostic with incorrect I mean, I, I could pull a shotgun out and shoot the goddamn truck, but I don't need someone else to do it and pay them $125. So they were having a big, big problem with me not wanting to pay it. And so I paid it. I paid it. Mm -hmm. Well, I come home after frustration, pissed off, and I get a call from Dodge and they said, hey, we need the original receipt from the original wheel bearing when it was installed. And I'm like, really? I need $125 back for incompetent um, diagnostics. Nope, that's not how it works. And of course, I have a two, I don't give a attitude. And all of a sudden he goes, um, we were going back and forth arguing and arguing over it. And he goes, you need to bring this in. He got all aggressive thinking he was going to show me up and be a man and all this other crap. And he's like, I want that receipt. And I'm like, no. And I heard him whisper to somebody, F him. And I just hung up on him. And he calls back. I didn't, I didn't answer. Bunny answers. And this is after he told me he recorded all of his calls and he can go back to all these calls and all this other stuff and my wife says well didn't you say f him on the phone to somebody else no no i didn't say that she goes yeah you did and I hear me in the background going yeah tell him to pull it up on the recordings <laughs> maybe the general manager wants to hear how he talks to their customers and bunny you hung up on him right or no, I said you guys can figure it out. Yeah. So all of a sudden, about 30 minutes later, we get a call back. Talk to my GM, and he said, give you a refund because we really need that receipt because it was worth $2,000. <laughs> and so I said, okay. Uh, they're like, we can mail you a check. I'm like, no, dude. No check, no uh, receipt. I said, And he goes, well, we'll have a receipt waiting for you at the cashier. I said, I will bring the receipt, and I will trade it for the check at the cashier. And, and, it and it better clear. And it, they had it within minutes. Yes, and we drove over and we gave them the... I mean, I should have taken the check and deposited it first to make sure it cleared, <laughs> then give them the receipt. But it cleared and I was fine with it. But again, 
Don't trust nobody. Get second opinions. And uh, I, I was more than willing to pay for a competent diagnostic fee, but I'm just getting tired of incompetence. Now, I know Super Trucker's on here, and I'm not calling you Super Truckers by a bad name. It's just that that's who's going to pipe up and say, that's why you should do all your own work. I'm not capable of it. I don't have the hands anymore. Yes, I'm a certified mechanic. I got a degree from UTI back in 1988 <laughs> for automotive diesel and automatic transmissions. I know my stuff. It's the problem is... I, this is as wide as I can open my hand. I can't even hold tools anymore, let alone barely steering wheels. Are my Harley. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so with that said, uh, no rants. Just these, these are truly, <laughs> truly what happened to us in the last year and a half. No rants. No rants. <laughs> no, the truth is, is we've been sitting in our apartment for the past five days by ourselves and Tom wanted to talk. I did. <laughs> And, and if you are listening to this point, how far are we into this? Like 35 minutes. 35 minutes. If you're listening to this for 35 minutes, <laughs> I feel so good. I'm sorry you had to endure it, but I feel like my words got out. It's released. It's released. Now I can go back to being positive. Right. But I'm still I, not going to trust people. No. Well, I need to go make a phone call. What, you got to call our daughter? Yeah. So you're going to blow these people off? Yeah, because they're going to see another video up here soon. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So until next time, see you down the road. <laughs> That's your line. I thought you were going to say you can follow us on. Oh, do you want to follow us? Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Tow Away Couple, all one word. And... Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash tow away couple. Everything is tow away couple. And we look forward to your comments. Again, I want to hear other people's feedback to make me feel better. I mean, <laughs> right. I'm not looking for you ha had bad days, but take any bad days and just write them out so I can go, all right, I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, not in our industry. I guarantee you're not going to be. No, I know. <laughs> I need I need to do the EGR. And now I all have right, major right, trust that's issue. Another video. <laughs> Anyone know how to work on an EGR? Actually knows how? I think I saw a video from High Mileage Helper. Yes. If he's watching this, call me. Maybe we can hook up and we can do an EGR. <laughs> we'll do a go. video on it. He already did one. I know. I know. <laughs> all right, so until then. We'll see you down the road. We'll see you down the road. <laughs>